the blast from our past network. Conrad! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Mm, giddy up. <laughs> Welcome to Cartwright, the Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back to back to back because we love Seinfeld and you love Seinfeld. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And today we're starting off season nine, baby. Woohoo! It has been a hell of a ride and I'm excited to get going on season nine with you here today. Me too, and buddy. We start things off. With uh, Season 9, Episode 1, The Butter Shave. It first aired September 25th, 1997. Cormaman, could you please give us that synopsis? All right. The Butter Shave, the most preposterous episode of Seinfeld to date. <laughs> Kramer begins shaving with butter, and the scent overwhelms Newman. George fakes a handicap to land a job at Play Now. Jerry resents Banya for riding his coattails. Elaine and Putty break up and get back together numerous times on a flight back from Europe. Gordon Jump guest stars. Yeah, buddy. Gordon Jump from WKRP in Cincinnati, a show that I used to love as a kid. I'm glad you explained that because I had no idea who the fuck Gordon Jump was. <laughs> and I uh, even real, looked. And before we jump in, a real quick yeah. uh, fun little factoid. Um, the director, Andy Ackerman, um, said that uh, one of his first jobs was editing WKRP in Cincinnati way back in the day. Oh. So this was kind of actually a really nice reunion with him and Gordon Jump. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, he's in some other stuff, but not that much. Yeah, no, it's, I think this is... Oh, he's in, at 134 credits. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. good. And you've never seen WKRP in Cincinnati? No, right? not no. even a little bit. Okay. Not even a little bit. And yeah, I, I didn't in, think so. It's, it's pretty much before your time, early 80s, late 70s, you know. He's in... Oh, they had a new one. The new WKRP in Cincinnati in the 90s, which only was 47 episodes. I was going to say one season, probably. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, nothing crazy. Yeah, 90 episodes of W. Okay, I'm just just I'm just checking it because I didn't recognize him one bit. So Okay. Yeah. Even the name, I was just like, "Oh, I don't care." <laughs> I, but, but do I care about him and play now? Let's talk our scene breakdown. That's right. We're going to start off at Monks. George and Jerry have mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> and little comments here, a little joke thing, you know, they're Jerry or George makes a comment. I feel like a out of work porn star. Yeah. Kind of funny. Um, and it looks like uh, uh, George is re George's is real, but it definitely looks like Jerry's is fake. <laughs> it could. Yeah. Yeah. I could say that <laughs> they're kind of talking about different um, facial hair, things like that. They you know, need to, maybe they should try this, try that. And basically it all ends with Jerry like, listen, George, you need to get a job. So like, you know, George <laughs> is trying to think of other things to do as opposed to finding a job. So. And they grew they grew the uh, mustaches because they wanted to take a vacation from themselves. Exactly. And you know what? I'm uh, not going to lie. They didn't look terrible with mustaches and mustaches, and neither did Kramer. No, I agree. I mean, they kind of. If, I always you feel like older vibes when you see yeah. most just mustaches. Nowadays, it's all about the beard. It's all about the beard. Yeah, um, and you know, doing like the full growth. But like back in in the eighties and whatnot, and before, it was all about just the stash. So. All about that stash, baby. 
All right, we are at a comedy club. Uh, so we see George using a cane, which is a nice callback to the summer of George, where his legs had atrophied from not having enough uh, uh, movement and use <laughs> over the summer of George. So he was obviously, you know, trying to get them, you know, back into proper uh, um, form. And so he's still still using his cane. Uh, Jerry mentioned that, you know, oh, he might be getting another shot at a pilot. There's going to be like this um, kind of a network. Uh, you know, people are going to be watching this comedy show. They're right, but uh, yeah, they want to get him a, a, a like a special, like a comedy special or something, like a yeah, showcase. Yeah, that's what it is. Or a showcase, something. you're right. Yeah, and I, yeah. I was like, I started thinking, I was like, oh, wow. You know, just kind of remembering back to the, the late 90s. And, and like, were these comedy showcases, like, I remember them being on like, USA or Comedy Central or HBO, yeah, but I remember did like, comedies, yeah. but did like NBC, like mainstream, you know, stations have them like midweek or something? What would that be? I like don't, a I don't Friday remember. night? I only thing or remember, something? yeah, I only remember HBO and Comedy Central, honestly. Yeah, um, maybe like UPN did Def Comedy Jam or something back in the day, late night or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, it's not something I remember being on like like the big networks. Or they could have actually just been producing it for, like, straight to VHS or something, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely possible. Yeah. So, all right, so he's got that coming up. Uh, Banya gets off the stage and apparently did really well. We know we love our Banya. Yeah, Good buddy. to have him back. <laughs> it's great to have him uh, back. But Jerry thinks it's because he was the opening act, basically, that he went on before Banya and got the crowd rolling and they just kind of continued, uh, you know, the yucks. Of course. Uh, even with Banya's bad material. He brought up Ovaltine as well. <laughs> of course. But so. question, if if this this is like saying that Jerry opened for Banya, why doesn't the opener usually – like I get what the joke is. I get that this is the setup, and I get that you know the whole point is that he warms them up for Banya. But my question is why is Banya the main act and Jerry's the opening act? My guess is with a showcase – there's not like an opening act. It's just okay. kind of they do big hit, big hit, or you know, big comedians after big comedians or something. And and maybe with a showcase, it like it's a longer like um you know recording time. So they put the the yeah. funnier people at the front, assuming that like people will probably fade away towards the end. I, I don't know to be honest. So yeah, I just found it interesting that he was quote. I it makes it sound like he's opening for Banya, but I get what you're saying. I don't think it is an opening thing. He just happened to be first. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, at the apartment, Kramer comes in, and as you already alluded to, he has got his mustache going, and they're done with him. Nope, so he leaves the apartment quickly. <laughs> He's going to go shave it, and he does, and he comes back in pretty quick, like within yeah. a span of, uh, obviously, I think he just ripped off the fake stash. Yeah. <laughs> comes back in. <laughs> Which is, um, is the, uh, that was a great visual gag, him leaving for like a minute and then being back with the, you know, being gone. That was great. It's like all in one cut, and yep. so it's just, it's obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good, so. Um, and we find out that George got a job interview with a place called Play Now that does playground equipment. You're you're back in the show. Wait, when, what is that? What he says because he, he says uh, Jerry's like, oh, is it something to do with you know? Uh, uh, he's like the Mets or the Phillies or yeah. some other thing like that. And he's like, nope, playground equipment. Um, back in the big time or something. <laughs> back like in that. the bigs or something. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Kramer comes back into the apartment complaining that he is he needs a new shaving cream. It is not working. He's getting no protection, you know? Uh, and we also find out that Elaine is back with Putty, and they're out spending a month in Europe together. <laughs> I love how Kramer goes, boy, a month in Europe with Elaine. 
that guy's coming home in a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Little reoccurring thing. Um, and we cut to them. I do. Like, I think Elaine immediately is pissed about somebody yeah. and says, you, you be quiet or I'll put you in a body bag. And it's yeah. just, that was fun. That was a funny little transition from New York to uh, uh, Oslo know, or something is where they're supposed exactly. to be. And apparently that that cabbie, by the way, who, who's the Oslo cabbie, uh, he was one of the nihilists in The Big Lebowski. Mm. He was he was the third nihilist. Yeah, not Peter Storm or whatever that guy is. Yeah, the main, yeah. Not Flea, yep. not the Peter Storm guy. <laughs> yep, the other um, one. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Peter Stormare, is that right? I can't remember. Great character actor. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we cut to them. Elaine ends up breaking up with Putty because she's just basically annoyed with yeah. him right before the flight. And we cut to them being in the flight. Putty's crying yeah, and on the plane. A, a, like a really weird Patrick Warburton pretending to cry. I was yeah, like, it's a it's almost fake. as if he doesn't know how to cry. Uh, yeah. See Jerry in a couple episodes. <laughs> yes. And that would kind of make sense too. Putty, you know, he's not a particularly emotional guy. No, no, he's not. <laughs> there's not much, there's not much turning upstairs. No. <laughs> so Elaine needs a drink as she puts it. All right. We cut back to the apartment. Kramer brings up Banya, um, you know, and it just it, it bothers Jerry every time Banya is brought up um, because he just feels this guy is riding his coattails. And then he starts buttering himself up with a stick of actual butter. Yeah. And this is going to be his new shaving cream. And it's uh, interesting. It's a very Kramer thing to do. It's... Did you did you notice the makeup you could see on the butter? I did. Yeah, I, I I actually did notice that. I was like, oh why? <laughs> yeah, it was like the obviously like the foundation and stuff yeah. that they put on Michael Richards. Yeah, got very like it was almost like fake tan spray yes, that got I, turned out on the butter. Yes, I noticed that. I noticed that. Yep. And then Jerry has like this thing where he's like unlacing his shoe. Um, he says because it oh, uh, yeah. the shoelace because it, it got it touched the floor of a men's uh, uh, restroom, and uh, that you know that's interesting. I, I enjoyed that. But then they use the exact same joke in like an episode or two. So we'll discuss yeah. that when we get there. But as of right now, I was like, okay, I can relate to that because I too am disgusted if, if a shoelace touches the men's floor. But yeah, well, let's wait and see this uh, this same really? joke rear its ugly head again. Yeah. Really? That bothers you? Of course it does. It's disgusting. The men's floor is disgusting at the bathroom. Yes, absolutely. And I have... Well, at the bath... I mean, around the urinal, it's madness there. It's like, madness. You, like, yes. you cannot believe so many people don't know how to just put their dick, like, straight on a urinal. And and, Crazy. and and the and the quote unquote madness that's around the urinal is the reason I have a shoes off policy in the house because that madness ain't ever coming off the bottom of your shoes and we've all stepped in it. <laughs> okay, you've got a little of that uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, OCD clean shit, don't you? Yeah, oh, of course I do, and you know it, buddy. I've talked about it before. <laughs> Hey everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. 
I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal mm. is a joke. <laughs> George, we find out, got the job at Play Now. Uh, but we we see here that he kind of probably got it because he's handicapped. And they either felt sorry for him or whatnot. Um, but George, he's okay with this. He's going to take advantage because he is going to get his own private bathroom and they treat him special. And so he's like, yeah, of course he's going to take advantage of that shit. Oh, Moses, smell the roses. Yes. <laughs> how, how will this backfire in his face? We will have to wait and see. I will say there was an interesting comment that Kramer uh, made about Banya. He said he read on the the internet that Banya yes. killed last night. And I was like, wow, this is encroaching way too much like on the 20th century or the 21st century. Like I'm like I'm like man, I I just I don't ever think of Seinfeld having like the internet access and stuff yeah. back then and whatnot. I was like, oh man. Season nine's getting into some weird territories. Yeah, it's it's becoming less nineties. I don't like it. I know it's scary. Time to it's cut scary. it off. <laughs> At Monk's, George tells Jerry all about uh, you know getting this job, and he's excited about it. His private bathroom. He feels he deserves it because he's had such such a terrible life. He's basically handicapped. Yeah, he's already. just now getting the recognition for it. Yeah, uh, Kramer comes uh, from the back with a massive tub of butter. Uh, they hooked him up apparently. And he wants to use it all over his body. It's uh, really, really work, working for him, I guess, better than lotion. Yeah, and I love how – and George makes a comment somewhere about how, how he loves uh, – he's talking about the bathroom. You know, He's like, I love that bathroom. Mm -hmm. It's that high toilet. I feel like a gargoyle perched on the edge yeah. of a building. <laughs> does say that. I hate – tall toilets. Me too, because your feet – your legs get numb. Exactly. I, I need to be like – like I need to have, be grounded, and I need to have my foot because there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Buddy. And you want to you want to have your feet yeah. down so you could, you know, go work your power bottom. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, we're a squatty potty family, so we have uh -huh. the squatty potty in our bathroom, and it's like it's like pooping like a caveman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do. Ha I have one as well. You in one it. of our bathrooms, I have a, a squatty potty because I wanted to try it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Banya comes into the restaurant. With Jenna, hey. you know, tooth, toothbrush in the toilet bowl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kristen, Kristen Davis from Sex in the City. Yep, yep, of course, of course. And it's cool to see her just pop in for this, you know? Yes, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. There's so many of these, you know, former girlfriends. It's nice to have, like, these little cameos here and there. But she's now dating Banya. Mm -hmm. And Jerry, again, is like, fucking A. She started off with me, and then she's moving on to Ben. He's riding my coattails again. <laughs> we see Putty is talking to the stewardess, complaining about Elaine and just sad about stuff. Elaine, who's also pissed off, decides to wake up the person next to her. <laughs> this unfortunate soul who had to be placed next to Elaine. He's like, and I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't care. Now, vegetable lasagna is played yes. by Frank Von Keeken. Um, mm -hmm. who is, he doesn't do much acting, but he's actually an award-winning showrunner. Uh, I think he mm. works for like Disney stuff, you know, um, but he's a okay. showrunner for, for TV That's shows. That's awesome. 
I saw he also was a writer on Kids in the Hall yep. and a bunch of other stuff. So he's, I mean, impressive. Pretty solid guy. Were you a Kids in the Hall fan back in the day? Uh, my brother was more than I was, but I kind of saw it through, through his, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like, you know, osmosis or kind of being around it. It was a little, like, it was older than me, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wasn't old enough to enjoy some of the dumb humor with Kids in the Hall at the time. Um, but I respect it for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that was a staple for me growing up because I'm I'm closer in age to to John. But um, mm-hmm. it looks like they're coming back. I guess they're they're bringing them back, oh, uh, really? bringing the show back. And if, I mean, there's they're the same. You know, they're older and everything. But I think yeah. they're still going to bring back some of the same characters and stuff. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that, I, I would enjoy that because yeah. I've seen enough of the episodes. So. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, George gets a wonderful montage of him at work being treated handicapped. They are handicapped. They're playing uh, Morning Train yep. by Sheena Easton. <laughs> yep. My it's so good. We've done, which, which, which we've enjoyed before with Kramer when he was when he had the job uh, and he had just the Ritz crackers in his. Uh, yeah. Same yes. thing. Same song. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so he's yeah. He is uh, riding up this, you know, the handicapped uh, stair, you know, yeah. rider. Yeah. A woman carrying him at one point. So that woman um, is she's actually a stunt woman. Her name is Spice Williams Crosby, and she's actually married to uh, Bing Crosby. Crosby's grandson, um, but yeah, she's um, she's most mostly a, a stunt woman in movies. You know, she was one of the vampires in From Dusk Till Dawn and everything. The vampire, oh, okay. you know, the, the yeah. dancers and everything. But yeah. um, but I was like, you know what? She's so interesting looking. Let me actually look her up and see, you know, okay. who she is. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I knew she was a stunt woman, but yeah. So she's yeah, she's cool. Bing Crosby's granddaughter by marriage. <laughs> That's cool. Glad you looked it up. Right. <laughs> All right. Jerry comes into the apartment, and it. Smells like someone's been cooking something. Newman follows not far behind because Newman always is close when something smells good. Of course. Uh, He's acting nice. And Jerry's like, I'm not cooking anything. Damn you, Seinfeld. You you useless pustule. (laughs) (laughs) Useless pustule. Uh, He has a great, you know, vernacular that uh, that Newman. Yes. He he must read the thesaurus. So Uh, Jerry realizes then, oh, no, no, you know, must be Kramer. Well, but Kramer's upstairs. He's, uh, you know, he's sunbathing and with the butter. Uh-oh. And so they're going to go up and find out what happened to him. Elaine talks to that guy next to her. Uh, vegetable lasagna. Vegetable that lasagna. Calls him in a second. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love that. I do too. Um, and anytime I th- ever see like a veggie lasagna, I think of this episode and I think of that guy. <laughs> You're not wrong, buddy. You're not yeah. wrong. Yep. Um, while, so she's talking to him while Putty is flirting this with this, uh, attractive woman from across the aisle. Yeah. Attractive woman with a lot of gums. And she smiles. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I, like, uh, I didn't notice her gums, but, uh, her name is Shannon Weary. Okay. And I did notice she did a lot of movies that I think, um, podcasting after dark would appreciate. Oh, oh okay. And, uh, I, I did check out her, um. Uh, Mr. Skin, and she has lots of Mr. Skin stuff. So well, give me, give me one In- second. Let me see if I can. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> oh yeah. She looks like a, a, a Cinemax, uh, or should I say, a yeah. Skinemax girl? <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, she does. All right, we have to dive, go down her rabbit hole pretty soon. Yeah, enjoy that, sir. Oh, thank you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> so, right, we do see Elaine. You know. And putty fighting and whatnot, and then they end up making out because this is what they do. Of course. Their relationship, this is where it really becomes the volatile situation that I think we mostly associate with Putty and Elaine now. Like, you know, it's it's just funny that 
it's not till season nine that Putty has become such one of the side characters. And honestly, like we all kind of remember Putty being part of the show. And I thought it was longer than one fucking season that he was legitimately part of the show. And and the fact that there's like a two season gap in between like his last appearance, like, like I don't even know like what brought him back at this point after like Mm -hmm. two years or whatever. Um, I know people have mentioned that the reason he didn't last the first time is I think like Jerry Seinfeld didn't, dig him or didn't like the or something i i don't really know so i don't really even want to like sort of go with that but it's i do find it interesting that it did take him two years for him to come back i'm sure somebody will leave a comment and and clarify it for us on on the facebook page yeah but i mean it's funny when you when you think back yeah yeah when you think back because it's like no no putty's always been there he's been there for like half half the show yeah we and not really (laughs) and we both assumed when we first saw him that we were going to see more of him back you know and then yeah yep yep now he's in season nine yes so Jerry and Newman get to Kramer, and he is cooked, man. Put, put a fork in me, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, he is red all over, uh, but he needs to keep keep his skin moist because so he doesn't dry out. <laughs> of course, he's making all these kind of food analogies and baking and cooking analogies because um, he's not realizing it, but yes, that's the whole thing. Yep. So, uh, George comes in, and we find out he sprained his ankle on the other side of his foot, and so now he's limping on the wrong side. And then Jerry gets a call and we finds out he's all upset. Banya has been added to the network showcase. And so now Banya again, riding his coattails, but George kind of defends him. George, (laughs) George is a closet Banya fan. Yeah, dude, you're a closeted Banya fan. He's like, I like jokes. I don't have to think about, which is nice. That comes back. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cut back to Elaine and putty. uh, And they're back together. It seems. And we see putty. (laughs) Just staring, <laughs> just fucking staring in front of him with he's his mouth agape. He's just like just staring ahead. And she's like, "What do you want to read a book?" And he's like, "No, I'm good." She's like, "Do you want to take a nap?" "No, I'm good." And you just keep staring and keep staring until she just loses her shit because of that. She, <laughs> she breaks up with him again. It's so fickle, but I really like that about their relationship. Yep, me too, um, buddy. He he is the definition of like a mouth breather. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, that's right. That's putty. <laughs> that's yeah, funny. that's right. So, all right. Uh, Kramer bastes himself in the hot tub. Uh, Newman is there so, watching him. So Newman is reading a book. The uh, The book is Alive, which is what that movie was based on that you and I talked about last season during a cold That's open right. where they were talking about cannibalism Eating. and who they would were, eat yes. food. Yes. So it all comes. So so that's why Newman's also looking at him because that book is about cannibalism or it's yeah. what we talked about. You know what it is. The plane yeah. crash in the Andes yeah. um, with the soccer teams. And uh, uh, so it's I just found it funny that I was like, oh, my God, Adam and I were just talking about that last season yep that is awesome i didn't even notice that but that makes it even better yeah this scene yeah because obviously you can even tell without noticing that you you know because of the earlier smells with newman and the way he's looking at kramer and he's basting himself and he's basically turning into a fucking soup yeah <laughs> it's a kramer yeah. soup right now and just the way newman looks at him you can tell he wants to fucking eat the shit out of him <laughs> so uh at play now the boss notices that George is limping on the wrong side, and George tries to play it off. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, the the mirror thing. Don't, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, I, I've always been amused by that little thing, but yeah, I'm like, okay, it's it is what it's it fine. is. Uh, and but the boss guy, uh, Tomasulo, he thinks he knows what's up. We cut to George 
at the apartment, he's got a rascal. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Both of his legs, yeah. he thinks, are an issue. So he got a free rascal on the house. And I love how Jerry says, well, it must be comforting to know you'll be going straight to hell at no more than three miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Elaine calls Jerry from the plane, and we just see she's lost it. She's just, yeah. <laughs> she's out of it. Uh, Jerry tells George that he's going to take a dive in front of Banya because he's again leading Banya in front of the showcase and he's going to try and bomb the show on purpose to fuck over Banya. No, Banya is the voice of a new generation. My generation, George, we're only four months apart. (laughs) It's funny that Banya has this many fandom because he's (laughs) he's so cheesy, he's so bad, but for some reason. Hey, man. (laughs) I mean, I guess at this point, I mean, I guess I don't really know what, who he's probably, they're probably shitting on, but I'm sure that in the writer's room and everything, they're probably shitting on some comedians that they feel is like this kind of hack comedians and everything, you know? I can see that. Absolutely. I can totally see that. All right. At Monk's, uh, Newman is there talking to himself. Butter. Kramer. Kramer. Butter. Uh, Then out comes this full roasted chicken. An entire roasted chicken. Weird. And of course, yeah, weird, but whatever. It's for the gag that Newman envi- envisions Kramer's head on the chicken, to, uh, on the on the sorry, it's a turkey, not a chicken, an entire roast turkey. Yeah, yeah, so. and and so, you know, like uh, they were talking on the behind the scenes for this episode. Andy Ackerman was saying that uh, basically the studio for this season gave him a blank check. They said they'll call cover all overages. I think they all knew it was the last season. They just go out yep. with a bang, do whatever you want, basically. And so like I think this little gag here is an example of them using that because it it's only on screen for a couple seconds, but it you they had to get Kramer in makeup. They showed so you had to be on a blue screen, mm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh I yeah, I from better or worse I think this is uh, this is a representation of the blank check that they that they have this season. Yeah, because like motion graphics like this and you know yeah. that kind of CGI work is not something that Seinfeld does. No, and even at the at the the smallest component, there's a wire that was holding the 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 the, the little you know wavy thing, and they have to remove that you know for for yeah. the shot and everything. So there's like multiple composites. So it's pretty impressive, uh, you know. And I think it's actually. Well done for uh, oh, you know, looks, a comedy looks show. Good. Yeah. Absolutely looks good. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. And we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. All right, at the Network Showcase, Jerry goes out to bomb. I love that he is just wearing super cheesy rainbow suspenders, like the kind of thing that, you know, Robin Williams would wear. Yeah, 
Robin Williamson wear, Gallagher, that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I love how he takes his jacket off, looks right at Kramer, and slaps him. Like, he knows yeah. what he's doing, and I love and I love that he knows it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love that he knows that he's going to go out there to bomb. Exactly. And he starts off his little comedy bit with, what's the deal with lampshades? Because yeah. <laughs> so, at this point, you, the whole what's yeah. the deal thing, even though he never technically says it in sets, it's become the thing. So this is almost like a meta thing. Yes. Very similar. There was that time when George was about to play Froth, um, and he kind of looked at uh, you kind of you see the bubbles in like on the top of, above his yeah. head where one of them is what's the deal with airplane peanuts yeah and then the other thing so it's, they only use the what's the deal with when they're making and you're fun right of as them. a meta joke yep yep love it so yep uh, Kramer though is tr- goes to try and save the set so he goes out there trying to laugh at whatever Jerry does uh, what's the deal with cancer <laughs> I have hey, cancer <laughs> I have cancer so yeah that's not gonna play well nope uh, George bumps into uh he's riding on the street with his rascal because fucking George he ends up bumping into this other dude this old guy's rascal and they're about to fight it's a whole little play on like a motorcycle gang mm-hmm. with these old people it's funny yeah, I like it I've always enjoyed it because even the ladies like get your bikes you know like they're a gang exactly. and everything so George hops onto his rascal to try and escape uh Jerry did tank he failed and then Banya goes out. And I love how Jerry comes. He's sweating and he looks yeah. frazzled because, again, I just love that he knew what he was getting himself into and it still turned out to be as bad as he thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kramer talks to Newman and mentions all turkey. Oh, he laid a turkey out there, other kind of shit, all this stuff, and ends up spilling oregano and Parmesan on himself a bit. Mm, forced, yeah, heavy-handed, or kind of whatever ridiculousness. Yeah, my notice one. is um, a Kramer covered in oregano and Parmesan is forced. That is literally, you read my mind, that is literally yeah. my exact note. Yep, um, but of course, this is all to get Newman, you know, where he can't control himself anymore, has him hold some parsley, and then he ends up biting him, and Kramer's, <laughs> you know, screams. tries to they run go, away. Yeah, and they go running into Banya's yeah. act. It, it's ridiculous. Yes, exactly. They run into Banya's act, so. Uh, George has this intense, slow-speed rascal chase, uh, but his battery is running out. And so, as opposed to fighting off these 80-year-old people, which I would do in a heartbeat. If an 80-year-old person wanted to try and fight me, done. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you're 80 years old, I guarantee you I could beat you up. But you're infinitely more manly than George is. I would say George would lose this fight. (laughs) But he's so powerful, and he's he's willing to. But, but, but that was before. But that was before his bones got atrophied from doing right. nothing. <laughs> you are right. Uh, so yeah. So he ends up picking up the rascal, running with it. But out walks Tomasulo, the boss from Play Now, and sees him. And so of course he's fucked. And this was another thing. I thought he was going to be in Play Now's Good Graces for at least one more episode. Yeah. I kind of always forget that it sort of goes sour really quickly. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, speaking of going sour, Banya's uh, set also tanked, <laughs> except two NBC execs come out and they enjoyed it, especially the bit where the two weird guys came out and ran into yeah, of course. Uh, onto set. And, and so. one of those NBC execs is Chris Parnell. Yes, it is. Uh, SNL, uh, you know, alum now, also on Archer. Yep. He does the voice of Cyril Figgis. Cyril Figgis. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. I, he's awesome. Honestly, um, 
I kind of was never into Sein, uh, Seinfeld, SNL, like when he, like that wasn't really my time period, even though I think that was Sandberg, Andy Sandberg's era as well, but I didn't watch. He was on the, on the late the, side okay. of But for me, I always know Chris Parnell from, from Archer, dude. I was yeah. huge into Archer, like the first five or six seasons. You're right. Those first five or six seasons are maybe adult animation perfection. perfection. And then they really just got lower they tanked yeah after a while. once they started making like whole seasons were like this weird one was a dream what like or yep. archer vice i fell off on archer yes. vice you're right um, that you're right that's when they really just it, it became i don't know yeah they just they 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 so you're right the storylines the, the dream shit it was fucking worthless but i will say when i was in los angeles i did see uh an archer live show and that you know mm. um what's what the fuck's his name the main guy archer uh uh H, or H. H. John Benjamin. Yeah, so so like it was cool because like H. John Benjamin was there, Chris Parnell was there, um, nice. uh, Lana Kane was there. What's her name? Uh, um, uh, Aisha oh Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Yep. Oh, Aisha Tyler. But it was funny because the show started with a guy who looked like Archer, and I believe it was the the facial person that they used to draw Archer from. He came uh, out okay. in a suit and he, like, he, so he looks like Archer and he, he talks, he they do this bit where H Don Benjamin talks from behind the scenes, you know, for him and everything. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And then H, you know, troll, little troll H John Benjamin, <laughs> you know, comes out and everything. It was a funny bit. I liked it, but it was one of those L, like top five LA experiences, man. Like That's seeing a, cool. a, a live Archer show. And they like did some, re- you know, like a bit of a reading from like a couple of the episodes. And then, and just kind of like did some banter and some fun with it. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. All right. The NBC execs offer Banya a pilot. So, hey, Jerry, first you had a pilot. Now I'm going to have a pilot yeah. with NBC. So, again, riding those co- coattails. And, and of course, you know, so, uh, joke rule of three. So, it had, you know, first rule, he, mm-hmm. he got the laugh from following Jerry. Then he got uh, the girlfriend. And now he got the, the pilot. So, it's always got to be three. All right, then we have uh, the ending, an end card here with a memory in memory of Brandon Tartikoff. Uh, I looked him up. He is uh, he was NBC's president of entertainment uh-huh. from 81 to 91. Uh, he died in 97 uh, from Hodgkin's lymphoma. He actually apparently helped champion Seinfeld in the rocky early days of oh, its of its run. That's, so he was he was a integral part of the show. That's awesome. I'm always just thrown off by in memoriams like before the stinger. You know what I mean? Yep. It's really weird because then we have a tag of Elaine and Putty. They landed at the terminal and they have to share a cab because there's some cab shortage. Whatever. Uh, and so they have to share one which they don't want to. Ugh. And then at the last second. In uh, Pop's vegetable lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, he's like, I'm sorry. Because he knows what he's in for. And I also liked how Putty was like, before he got in the cab, he was going to go to another one. She was like, Bob, she was like saying something. He was like, he's like, ditto, go to hell. And I love how he just like completely blew her off. You know what? Guarantee you, that made her excited for him, how she, how he blew her off like that. <laughs> Ooh, then she's going to blow him off. If you know uh, that's right. So, buddy, I'm going to jump into this one because okay. I had an absolute blast chatting it with you. Um, this is an episode 
that I never think of. Like, like you know, I, I next two episodes, by the way, are freaking huge, you know, like as far as like what's in them and everything. This one I never think of, and I don't go out of my way to rewatch it, but I found it to be extremely fun. I really like all, I like all the storylines. I like where, uh, uh, you know, George goes with his. Um, I like how Kramer's is, you know, Kramer's is the weirdest, but it doesn't, I'll, let me come back to Kramer's. Let me just come back because I have <laughs> I can't I have a hard time sussing out Kramer. My feeling on Kramer's one uh, storyline, but I enjoy Jerry's. I like the idea that Jerry is willing to sacrifice like a, a future or, or anything just to fuck Banya back, and it kind of like adds to the devil make care attitude of Jerry. How he doesn't really seem to like plan for his future or even care about his future of being a comedian. I think he just sort of assumes that he'll always just be a comedian. Um, I like the Elaine and Putty stuff. I love seeing Putty back in the mix. And even though, you know, it was almost, it felt very separate, it still kind of felt connected because at this point, you know, even though Elaine isn't interacting with the main characters like in, in their space and everything, I feel like it's connected still because we know that this storyline is going to have further ramifications for the rest of the, of the gang and everything. Um, but Kramer, so you know me, I don't hate the zany stuff. I don't hate the over the top stuff, but this was hit or miss with me. I, I can buy mm -hmm. some things, you know, here and there, maybe Kramer trying the butter, you know, sure. I, I, I get that and everything. But then Newman just getting so worked up into a fervor, wanting to eat his friend just because he smells good. I'm like, I mean, a lot of things smell good. It doesn't make me want to, like, go out and commit cannibalism or something, you know. So that kind of fell a little flat for me, especially how it ramped up to Kramer getting, you know, just doused with Parmesan and doused. And all of a sudden, he, by the way, he knocks the Parmesan out of the waiter's hand. And, that, and there's no ramifications to that. Like the guy saying, yeah. get the fuck out of my kitchen or something. You know what I mean? So that right there for me, honestly, kind of caused like a whole one point loss out of this, uh, out of wow. this episode. Oh, wow. Oh, buddy, don't worry. It's still pretty fucking high. So I still fucking loved the hell out of this episode. Could be one of my favorite uh, Seinfeld premieres. I'll have to go back and check my notes, but I am giving it four closeted Banya fans out of five. All right. I, on the other hand, definitely entertained, was definitely entertained by this episode. Things tied in well. Hell, even the mustaches at the beginning, which you thought was just going to be a throwaway gag, like, oh, hey, it's the start of a new season. Here's something wacky with these mustaches. It set Kramer off onto his entire storyline. I appreciated that as a storytelling, you know, fan. Um, Georgia's stuff is probably my favorite. That montage of him taking advantage of Plainal's, you know, you know, kindness of trying to help him um, is awesome. And just knowing that it's going to come back to bite him is what we love. It's what we need. It's what we deserve. It's what he deserves. He doesn't deserve to get the handicap treatment. He deserves to get fucking, uh, you know, bit in the ass for that stuff. Um, Jerry's stuff was fine. It was nothing special to me, but I liked it. And I liked the Newman Kramer stuff. Elaine and Putty. I really like their toxic relationship. And as I mentioned before, kind of forgot that we didn't get him as this important of a person until season nine. So I'm glad that we are here. Um, 
one thing that bothered me a little bit with this with this episode was the pacing. I think the pacing suffered because it was too quick. There were too many scene changes. There were too many fast cuts and stuff that they could have just combined into, you know, they did like a quick putty in a lane thing and then they cut to two other things and then back to them. It's just like sometimes just combine them or figure out how to just let some stuff breathe. I didn't feel we had really hardly any breathing. I agree there was some force stuff. And I landed exactly where you did, sir. This is a strong fucking opening to the season. I gave it four out of five vegetable lasagnas. Woo! Yeah, dude. This was a hell of a start to season nine. And uh, I am very, very much looking forward to where this season is going. Because like I said, of the three episodes we watched, this was the one that I kind of remembered the least or thought about the least, even though I remember a lot in it. But I never think about it when I see the name, the butter shave, you know. So I'm excited to get into season nine, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember the butter shave thing being dumb. And honestly, it's just like, really? Butter as a shaving cream? That's dumb. But everything around it works really fucking well. And I think that's that's how you do it. If, if there's going to be something in the episode that's kind of dumb, man, you better just beef up everything around it. And yeah, I think this is an example of, of how a storyline doesn't have to be the strongest in, in an episode for the rest of the episode to sort of bring it, still stay up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to yes. be a perfect episode to still have such a high uh, 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 rating because it's fun as hell. It's a funny-ass episode. Yep. Fun as hell, funny ass episode, and I'm excited about season nine, man. It's just making me like, oh my god, is this going to be a contender for one of the best of the seasons? I think my season five, I think it was. Uh, I think five is my top rated one right now, and I can't remember what your top rated. Well, I think mine was either five or six, but it's it was definitely shocking. Like I was surprised by it. So I'm I'm with you, especially knowing the next two episodes that are coming. I'm curious to see how this season maintains. You know. Because it also has one of the most hated episodes in all of Seinfeld, Puerto Rican Day Parade, and also the finale. Yeah. People hate the finale, and they hate Puerto Rican Day. And so I'm curious. And there's some other ones in here that just seeing the names, I'm like, oh, that's a strong episode that I remember other ones. And there's other ones that I don't fucking remember at all. Um, So I'm – or at least just based on the name. So I'm particularly curious. Yeah. Very curious to see where we go, man. This is is exciting. I'm – I, I couldn't have asked to do this show with anyone better than Corey Stevenson of Podcasting After Dark, man. Uh, I forgot to mention, if anybody's listening to this episode, you know, uh, if you're not a patron, you are, can listen to this one on the free feed. And if you're on the free feed, check out our Patreon. We can get you twice the amount of episodes for one fucking dollar, people. One dollar. And if you're not interested interested in that, then go check out Podcasting After Dark because it's an amazing show that our man Corey does with our friend Zach um, and also Diallo Jackson every now and then. Yeah. He's an awesome guy as well. Yeah. So tell us all about that. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Yeah, we're uh, Podcasting After Dark is a cult movie podcast that uh, has two shows. We One of them is just kind of a review show, review the movies and everything, and the other one is uh, TV Obscura. It's a spinoff show, and uh, we talk about weird-ass <laughs> TV shows and cartoons from back yep. in the day uh, with Zach and, like you said, uh, our buddy Diallo. Um, but there is some cross, uh, cross-pollination. cross uh, Blast from our past, we are recording way, way early, but 
But right now, this week for Blast from Our Past, uh, you guys are talking about a show that we did discuss on TV Obscura, uh, Dino Saucers. So I'm excited to hear what you and John have to say about that. Uh, but, you know, we all love Blast from Our Past, but what is going on at Throwback Trivia Takedown these days? Dude, that show is killing it. If you like nostalgic pop culture trivia, those are the things that we do at Throwback Trivia Takedown. We're in the middle of our long-ass fucking tournament that's going to take until October, I believe, to finish off. Um, But it's a lot of fun for our patrons. I'm having a good time doing it. We're going to change some stuff up next year so we can get more different people onto the show and probably do some Patreon-exclusive stuff um, to kind of weed down the tournament a little bit quicker. But it's fucking killer, man. We give you guys, I think, some pretty solid trivia in a nice kind of 30 to 40-minute package. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I've, I've been on it. So, yeah, it's a great show. And uh, yep. all the shows on the BFOP network are awesome. They're not just uh, not just random people. They're like, hey, let's make a network with. They're all shows that we love and adore and respect, uh, like Talking Back, like Action Action. Like, uh, we have a new show. We have uh, uh, Dean from Talking Back has yep. a new horror podcast called Return, Revenge, Resurrection. And it's a lot of fun. We just call it the Triple R. <laughs> yeah, uh, we need to talk to him about seo a little bit on that <laughs> yeah, one right all right <laughs> but check it out all the links to every single show on our network can be found on our network website and that's bfopnetwork.com again that's bfopnetwork.com also lovingly referred to as beef up and as adam said uh you guys are all listening to this on the free feed we thank you all so much for be- being listeners uh but next week's episode the voice hello that will be on uh patreon exclusive so please consider checking that out and uh we appreciate you all and we'll see you guys next week with the voice Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.